The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Thinks he's getting a rematch before me. I think that's some nonsense. I'm the fucking guy in this division. Ladies and gentlemen, your main event winner, Raging Al Iaquinta. Is it capital? Oh, it's a capital. Jimmy. I hate passwords. This Sorry, is delicious, guys. delicious espresso. Oh, good. I'm glad you said what it was. I was about to throw in what I thought it might be. You wouldn't like it, Matt. <laughs> and well, I, you, you might have thought the other thing would be delicious. I might not have the same taste in that. I was but, thinking of tea. I'm telling you right now, I love this espresso. How, Jimmy, how are you? I miss you. I know, I miss you too. It was uh, You were gone for a full week in Abu Dhabi. I did kind of follow your uh, your adventures on uh, social media, and you oh. seemed like you were having a great time. I'm not going to lie to you. I had a great time. What airline did you fly over there? Oh, Emirates. You did? I've never flown them. Let how me are tell they? you something. I'm a spoiled little bitch now. That is the... I mean, I don't, that's the only way to fly. It's amazing, right? Well... You know, I went there business class. Oh, and, you did? But it's, I mean, I don't think it was much different than the, the first class. It was so, you get into these like little, like, um, like you got these little, you know, there's nobody pod. next to you. Like a little pod, like a little cubby hole or something. And uh, so you have, you put, like, you have like, you put all your snacks and stuff next to you. And like when the way you're sitting with the TV, it's like a reclining chair that yep. goes like all the way flat. And yeah. you can get a mattress put in over it. Yep. Oh my goodness, How long Jimmy. the flight was now that? Now I know how the other half lives. How long the flight was that? Uh... Going there, 12 and a half, coming back, uh, 13 and a half. It's funny. Like, that's the first thing I think of when you're going to Abu Dhabi is what airline? How did you fly? Me, I'm dying to fly Emirates. Like, I've never flown them. I would, and there's like a little like, like a chilling part in the, like the center of it where I'd meet Dean Thomas and have some um, uh, warm nuts. Oh, I know. <laughs> it's good. We had a good <laughs> A gentleman's experience. Matt, you were a gentleman. <laughs> we had a good time, man. Uh, the camera guy, Straka, his name's not Straka, but he looks like this old... Um, MMA journalist. Who Brian Strucker. No, no, it's Mike Strucker. Mike Strucker. It looks like the guy. And I know Mike. I fucked up his name. I'm thinking of Brian Kilmeade. Yeah, now, well, now, <laughs> well, it's not him. But uh, <laughs> anyway, Charlie. Sorry, Mike. His name's Charlie. But uh, what a good time. I had such a good time. And uh, yeah, the airline, I definitely, put it this way. That's a long, I wasn't looking forward yeah. to flying that long, especially my knees fucked Did up. Did you know you were in business? Uh, yes, I knew, but yeah. I wasn't, I didn't know what it, dude, I'm a, dude, I never fly business. But, uh, the thing is, now even like go like you do like a long like flight like that. The whole time you're probably gonna be like, oh man, I'm gonna hate that flight home. I was not. You don't dread that it, at yeah. All. I wasn't dreading it when it was like seven hours in. I wasn't like, oh, it's halfway. I'm like, oh, let's let's watch John Wick three, right? <laughs> and I did. It was fun. Yeah, good, good, man. I, I uh, a lot of those those Middle East 
airlines are really good. Uh, they, they all kind of compete with each other because the clientele is so much money. So they're like Etihad. There's a couple of them that are just incredible, and that's supposed to be one of the best Man. in the world. I had a I had a fucking blast out there. If anybody wants to um like actually see it, they can watch the uh, the on YouTube. Dana White looking forward to a fight. And it's by a the way, on that. I didn't know so we like had Robbie in. Robbie Fox said looking forward to a fight. I thought he made a mistake. I didn't know that that was a show. No, no, no. It, it's it's a new. Uh, he did it. You know what it is? This this the, the past fight um, uh, was at um, at two o'clock Eastern time, right? And uh, whatever time, five o'clock. Um, on, on the uh, whatever there's different it was a different time than usual so sure. it's like yo they want to get the word out I didn't even know that shit either we do the podcast yeah. so I was like oh fuck so they really wanted to get the word out that it was um, starting at a different time instead of starting at night time you know and uh, by doing these little uh, blogs like these little it's only like six seven minutes sure. these clips uh, and it, you know to get the word out you know they, they tried it this way and uh I think it was a success. Dude, was I loved it because <laughs> I had shows. So I got to 2 o'clock to 5 o'clock, whatever. I'm watching the main card. It was amazing. Mm. Started at like 11 a.m. with the prelims. I, I love it. I wish. I hope every fight is in Abu Dhabi so I can watch them during the day. It, I love it. Dude, the, 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 being there live, it was just electric, man. Hey, guys, can I have another shot of espresso double? <laughs> prick I am. Sorry, guys. You're not a prick. You, this is what business class does. Listen, and some warm happened. nuts. I was some like, nuts hey, up for Mr. Sarah. I don't need any nuts. But, uh, you know, I'm a little jet-lagged, but that's why I want some more espresso. Sure. So, you know, I was going a fucking week, but they keep us busy, man. They do, we right? a lot of shit. And it's fun, man. How was the hotel? Oh, dude, I was at the palace, man. I was at the palace. You stayed and in the palace? Felt, yeah, man. That's what it's called, the palace. Oh, it's called, the, that's the hotel. But it's actually a palace. It, lo it looks like, I don't know, where we were, Dana said that you have to be, like, invited for that spot. Like, you know what I mean? So oh, it felt it. It was beautiful. So wait, did you? Is that where you couldn't wear shorts? Yeah, you saw that video. I did. Yeah, well, I didn't know. The, the, I don't know. The, I, I figured, dude, that's the problem. I had to go to shop and I had to go to the mall with Dean Thomas because you know I'm going to the desert. You know, I'm thinking that you know I, right. I, I had no sleeves. So when I first went down to breakfast, shorts, no sleeves, they looked at me like I'm like ah, who is like, savage? Look at this fucking Neanderthal. Oh, sir, um, you know, I'm sorry to inform you and yada yada. So I had to go and cover my legs and, and cover my arms but I had like no shirts so I had to figure something out what'd you do because it was so hot there I figured you the less oh, you wear dude, the more I, comfortable hey, listen this is what I'll tell you first of all Abu Dhabi is absolutely beautiful and the people there friendly as, as all heck man everybody's so nice it's so clean it is and it feels so safe it um, it, it has it, yeah I sorry <laughs> so uh, but no it's just I, I, I can't say enough about the place you but I it. will tell you this Ooh, you can't be you can't stay outside in the summer. It's pretty freaking rough, man. I wish we had this thing in the winter time over there. I heard it's totally beautiful. It's nice, right? It's just so hot. I'm I melt out there. I was melting. Like you have to be in a fucking pool or an air conditioning. How was the actual the venue looked interesting? Was it an open air venue? No, it was, but enclosed. It was something that they it looks like um Yeah, but it was still hot in there. Like it wasn't Yeah, I know Dominic uh Cruz was saying it was hot and so it was Oh man, I mean I felt for these and it looked like it played a role with a lot of people. Like, you could tell, like, they were feeling it. You uh, know? Poir Poirier is the one guy I saw who looked affected by it. Um, we should talk a little bit about Thanks. the fights because yeah. it, it was an, a really a, a great card. I mean, every fight was was good. Um, I want to start with the co-main. Oh, yeah, definitely. Because you I, and I texted about it. Yeah, man. I mean, listen, I really... 
What a great fight. Amazing fight. Paul Felder versus uh, Edson Barboza. Edson Barboza. And, you know, what a what a fucking fight that was, man. But I clearly, I really, see, it's, it's, it sucks even having to say this because it's not Paul's fault. That not they, at all. You know, Paul Felder got the decision. One person gave him 30-27. He kept coming forward. I understand that. But I felt that the the truly better strikes, and not to mention mixed in with the takedown, uh, you know, I thought Edson clearly won. I thought I, Edson I won the first two rounds and Paul won the third round. Yeah. I, I, I saw it like that. And the fact that anybody gave that 30-27, either way, yeah. is psychotic. But the fact that anybody would give 30-27 to Felder, I don't blame Barbo. And again, this is not Felder's yeah. fault. Uh, you know, well, de- questionable decisions happen. Yeah, but this was to me. It, w- it wasn't even the decision. It was the fact that somebody went thirty to twenty-seven against him. I'm like, what the fuck are you looking at? Yeah, I mean, uh, the thing is this though. I will first of all, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a fan of the dude. Like, I like the way he. Fu- he's I a, picked him to win, Paul. Well, he's very. Who cares, Jim? He's got. Like, I like when he says he's like. A, what does he say? Um, like a technical grit or something like that. Yeah. He's that's what he is. He's technical, but he's extremely gritty. Like he's. He takes shit that would drop all the people. Yep. And he keeps going forward. And he's got a he's very resilient. That's the word that comes to mind. It reminds me a lot of Al, Raging Al. Right. There's certain guys that are just resilient. You have to they have to be put down. Yeah. Literally. They you have, have to, to hit him with a piano. The lights yeah. have to be put out for them to stop coming after you. So that's what it reminded me of. That he wasn't getting discouraged either. I, I give that to him. I, I just I just remember feeling that Edson won the fight. You know? I remember thinking that as well, and especially those body kicks, and Edson looked so good. And, and I liked Felder's immediate beginning when, when he was getting leg kicked, which I'm sure he knew Barbosa was going to do. He was answering it with a spinning back fist, I, first which of all, I thought was great. I don't think I've ever seen anybody do that I as a strategy. I, I, he, uh, is that what he did to... Uh, oh, he leveled fucking Danny Castillo with a back fist like that. Or was it Holy off a leg kick? fuck. No, it was, all, it was just a well-timed... When he was, Danny came into... Uh, Lay a fucking two piece on him, and he spun around and oh fuck, dude, it was bad. You watch that. You watch Paul Felder uh, spinning back fist Danny Castillo, and it makes my spinning back fist with Shawnee Carter look like fuck. Well, that was a pretty bad one too. I really yeah, it was bad. <laughs> make myself feel better. But I, I but, really uh, wish that. Uh, and again, I, I would. It's it's not the loss that bothers me because again, there's decisions that are questionable. And Paul, I definitely think won that third fight. And maybe one of those rounds third they were round. kind of close. Yeah. So all right, you want to give one to Paul? That's fine. I mean, he fought so well. But the fact that somebody went thirty to twenty-seven, it's like, what the fuck were you looking at? Man, air so big, I make it look back at it. I got these lyrics in my head, Jimmy, from fucking Two Chain. I gotta stop. It's such a fucking, you know, such a provocative song. You sure? I like, you like it. that. Although I will say, <laughs> I'm an ass man. Yeah, I'll say. Uh, I, now the new Post Malone with Ozzy Osbourne is the only hip hop I listen to. I haven't heard that, and I have no desire to. Why you like Post Malone? Well, let me tell you about. I do. I lo- no, I love the song Fl- Sunflower there from Post Malone because you know what? You didn't know that? Yes, I love that. I was singing it to Dana on the boat. It's awkward. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna do that again. And I sing the Dean a lot. Anyway, that song might be. Just the most perfect song ever made. Hey, 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 hey. <laughs> That's not good. That, no, that, it's did, not. that sound as bad in your ears as it did mine. It sounded worse in my But ears. it's such a good song. It sounded worse. I'm sorry for doing that. It's okay. I'll be sorry. Let's talk about the fights. Paul Felder. I, well, listen, the good news, it's not like, it is the thing. He got that, but I'm not. I'm not mad at it for some reason. Like, I mean, I, I, like feel, bad. So much. I, I feel bad for Edson, but that dude is such a, like, 
I'm in, I look forward to who he's fighting next. I don't want him taking a step backwards. Right. Like, you know what I mean? Like, Kevin Lee beat Edson Barbosa. I'd like to see Paul Felder versus him. Well, who's above him now in that division? There's, there's four people above him or five? Uh, let me see here. I'll give you an answer in a second. Now, if I can. Uh... Oh, I'm looking forward to this. Hold on, let me put my glasses on, Matt. Oh, here the bunny ears. Older gentleman putting his. Uh... Bunny eyes. All right. Let's... Rabbit eyes. What is it again? Bunny eyes. Oh, bunny eyes. Uh, there's more than four people. Are you saying now people ahead of Felder? or Shouldn't it be like eagle eyes? Wouldn't that make more sense? Well, the bunny eyes is just the uh, it's the little insignia. There's like two little rabbit ears. That's stupid. It's cute. I don't think it's cute. Yeah. Well, but, uh, now, and are you saying four people ahead of Barbosa or are you saying Felder? The new, I want to talk about Felder. The new rankings have not come out yet. Who was above him? Uh, I mean, he had nine people above him. He's 10th. Oh. It was seven and what 10. What am I talking about? Um, uh, but again, the top ones, we, all, we don't know Habib and uh, Dustin. Uh, Ferguson is the next shot at them. Connor's probably going to wait for the winner of that fight. Cerrone and Gaethje are fighting. Um, Al, who's Al fighting? Hooker. Uh, Dan Hooker, that's right. Uh, Barbosa just fought. Uh, well, there's uh, Kevin Lee and... Uh, Kevin yeah, Lee's above him? Uh, Kevin Lee is number eight. And uh, Anthony Pettis is number nine. So I'm sure well, no, Anthony Pettis is his teammate. So get that one out of there. That that would be harder to make. Uh, but Paul Felder versus Kevin Lee would be fucking exciting. That would be good. I mean, Kevin Lee. Look what Kevin Lee did to Barboza. Styles make fights. Yeah, I would love to see that fight. Kevin Lee versus Paul Felder. What do you think? So Jimmy, thoughts. You know what I want to see. You already know what I want to see. I want to see Raging Al. Against Paul Felder. Well, Richard Al's coming on soon. I know he is. And I know you he's fighting Dan Hooker, which is an incredible fight. But I want to see Raging Al and Felder. That's a fight I would love to see as well. But who's above Raging Al? Uh, who's above Raging Al? Huh? Hold on. I like the I like the I like the ring though. There he is. Oh yeah. What's up, Raging What's Al? What's up, Al? My you man. I see you. Do you see us? Oh, I didn't even know you were on. Hey man, you see my stupid glasses? How are you, Al? Jimmy. You see us okay? I got you. Oh. Yeah, yeah. Good to see you, Raging Al. I didn't see Al. I just got back. Everybody knows that. So one of the first, I think I was still on the runway when I texted Al yesterday. That's how I found out he was on the show. I didn't know what he even tells me. Yeah. Well, I didn't know. <laughs> right, Raging Al? He's like, oh, I'm coming on tomorrow. I'm like, what? Yeah, the yeah, fuck? yeah. Uh, it looked like you had some fun out there. That looked, that looked, uh, that looked like a lot of fun. It was fucking awesome, buddy. I'm not, I'm not going to lie to you. It was awesome. Dean Wait, Thomas, Dean Thomas is, uh. He's not a hard guy to hang around with. <laughs> <laughs> when do you yeah. leave for Australia? Uh, two weeks. I'm going in. The fight's in uh, a little less than four. So I'm leaving in two weeks. And then I got like two weeks to get acclimated and get used to Australia, the time difference, and do a little exploring, a lot of training. I'm looking forward to it. We got a, we got a good crew coming out. Who, it, uh, who's, besides uh, me and the big guy, we got Marab, right? Rob, Aljo, Aljo? Nick Rodin. Oh, Ron is coming. Good. And Zuka. Yeah, and yeah. Zuka. We set up. A, we set up. I got a Airbnb all set up, so we don't got to worry about hotels, anything. We got like six bedrooms. It's gonna be. I'm. I'm really looking forward to it. It's gonna be sick. Have you been there? I I fought in uh, Sydney a couple years ago, and then I went back and taught some seminars in Sydney, but I've never been to Melbourne. Oh, so okay. I'm looking forward. I've heard nothing but great things, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun. Hey, when you were in Sydney, did you do the Sydney Harbor Bridge Walk, where you can actually walk over the bridge? Uh, you're tethered, and you can walk on top of a suspension bridge. 
No, I saw them doing it. I I spent a lot of time by the harbor and uh, and everything, but I never I never did that. I saw them doing it. It looked pretty cool, but uh, no, I never got the chance to do it. I would be down to do that. I, I'm not I'm not great with heights, but I think that's something that would be really cool to just see Sydney from all the way up there. Yeah, I, I did do it. It wasn't cool. It was horrifying, and I got paralyzed in the middle where I couldn't walk. And the guys like, so we're just gonna stand here and look because he was on a mic and he could hear us talking. We all had little microphones if we wanted to communicate. And we're standing on top of the bridge and he goes, is everybody okay? And I went, I'm not okay. I'm not okay. And he's like, all right. So I, I'm the whole line had to leave the bridge because I got oh, frightened. Oh, you ruined everybody's I good time. I fucked up everybody's tri trip and I'm happy I did it. Good, <laughs> fuck him. <laughs> fuck him. We saw, I, yeah, I remember that, that bridge also. Yeah, yeah, we did the press conference. Um, it was overlooking the bridge, and it was that was a really cool, cool scene and everything. Yeah. Now, last time we were out there, we were just talking about. Now you stayed after for like another week or so. Are you doing the same thing this time? I stayed for I stayed for like oh, two it. weeks. I think me yeah. and Al and I just kind of got lost in in Australia and traveled up the whole coast, went to the Barrier Reef. I figured I was over there. I might not ever go back at the time. Who would have thought? But. Um, this time I'm, I'm I don't know if I'm staying as long because I just I'm I'm close I, I bought a house and I have to come back I have to close on it by the end of October so I've gotta I've gotta I've gotta be back for that otherwise I probably would do the same thing again yeah wait oh you bought one for yourself yeah 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 I've been been looking for a while and finally found something it's it's two towns over for where I'm living now. It's right on the water. I'm really, I'm, I'm really excited. I've been looking for a while, so it's like a dream house for mine. Need some work, but the location. It's right on the canal in Merrick, which is an uh, awesome town in on Long Island, and it's gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. How much, gra how great is it that you're a guy who you're a real estate agent? So when you go to buy a house, they can't screw with you the way they would anybody else. Like you know every trick. So do they try grabbing you on things or sneaking things in that you're like, what are you doing? I, I know this game. No, I think they really wanted to get the house sold. Uh, it, it had been on the market for a while, and there it, it was listed very high. And and they knew that I knew the market, and they knew that they knew the market. They knew what it was worth, so they really tried. They kind of helped me. We 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 worked together to get the deal done, and it, it worked out good. I got it for I think it was a fair price for sure. me for them, and and we we uh, the. The seller had a little bit of unreasonable expectations for what they were going to get for the house, but between me and the and the selling agent, we really worked together and got it done. So I think everyone's happy. It's going to be it's it's good when that happens. That's great. Fucking congrats, man! Yeah, man. I, I, you know, a buddy Negley has got a house like that. I was just over there recently, so I'm imagining what it's going to be like. And you're such a water person. That is fucking awesome. I'm excited for you. Oh, it's great. I was just at Lou's too the other the other day, and I got. <laughs> Need a new backyard. This house, and that's something that I definitely want to do first yeah. by the, by before next summer. And he gave me so many ideas. His house is just so sick. And yeah, I was thinking about getting like a little boat, but then I saw his boat. And now I'm, <sighs> my, my eyes just you know got. I was like, oh, man. I got I got to work hard and 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 save up some money because living like that is living like that's awesome. Now, did you watch the fights over the weekend? I did. I did. Some really good fights. Those, those fights were crazy. Insane. Uh, you know what? You know what really bothers me? And I've said this to you before is everybody feels that Al gave the blueprint to beat Habib. Oh, it's so. Look what Al did. He's shown, he's shown the way. Now Connor's going to be able to beat him because he's shown the way. Didn't work out that way for Connor. 
no, no offense to Dustin, the same thing. Oh, but listen, now we know the blueprint. Look what Ally Aquinta did. It ain't that fucking easy, is it, Al? And I mean, look, it, everybody's saying it's easy because fucking this kid did it. What does that say about Al? Well, it's it, the fact is, if you show people how to do it and and, you, and they can't even go the distance, it shows how hard it is because you did it, especially because you did it with no preparation for him. That's I think that's right. the amazing thing, too, is that you were, you're ready to fight Paul Felder, who's not going to do anything resembling what Habib is going to do, and you go the distance with him. Yeah, I, I, Dustin had like 10, I think he had 10, we both fought in 2017 on the same on the same card, and he had like 10 fights since then. I had one fight before I fought Khabib. Um, so I, I just, I wish I would have had more fights, more experience to, before that fight. I wish I would have had time to prepare, but it is what it is. I went in there and, uh, I, I gave it everything I got. I, I was, uh, I was impressed with some things Dustin did. He, I threw a couple combinations in my fight that it looked like Dustin had watched and, uh, kind of, he would throw a, a double jab and a right hand and, uh, for him, it's a left hand. And he would step forward with that and then come with the hook. And that's when he uh, landed that shot. I think it was a similar combination. So I wonder if he if he had seen that and, and picked up on it. And that's what he used. Um, but then the, the guillotine was – it looked like it was somewhat tight. I think Khabib oh. was, Khabib was uh, you know, not strong. I, I don't know. I think he has been there before and yeah. he stayed calm and he kind of knew he was struggling a little yeah. bit but i don't think it was as tight everyone at mccann's was we were at mccann's uh, bar right here and the place was packed and everyone was oohing and on uh right, right. it looked like once khabib got out of that the, the momentum just switched and uh and poirier kind of he, he blew his load and wanted to get out of there let me tell you the that guillotine i was the second row i was facing exactly where it was tight as fuck, it was. Al. I'm telling you, I thought, I swear to God, I thought he goes then because Khabib was trying to pass still like towards where it was, you know, uh, towards the uh, side of the uh, head being trapped, and that's 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 pretty much impossible unless the guy has the total shitty grip or whatever. You know that, Al. He can't. He, he wasn't trying to pass the opposite way because Dustin had his leg up, so he was trying to pass that way. That wasn't working, and. Those chokes, those guillotines are the tightest when it almost looks like the head's going to pop out. Yes. So I've seen where I, the angle I was looking at is where uh, the, the head was trapped. So I seen him have to go belly up almost to go back and just to get a little bit of space. Then it got back on. Dude, I thought for a second, I thought he was going to go to sleep. I was on the edge of my seat. I can't even tell you. It was so fucking. Did, the, maybe it's because the angle I was at. I, I was, it's like watching it from here to over there. And I'm like, Holy fuck, man. Did Dustin do anything Ooh. wrong or did Khabib just do it right? Well, what Khabib was doing, if he went totally to his belly, he could be, he, it could cinch it, it could cinch it, uh, it could be a, a done deal. Uh, so what he was doing was he was almost going to belly up and to his side just to get a little bit of space and he ended up getting it and he ended up getting out, but holy fuck, Rage Al, I was, I thought he was, I thought he was going to go to sleep, yeah. man. But that was... When he helped, fell to his hip and was defending it, yes. right as he was falling to his hip, I was like, holy shit, he's going out. <laughs> Dude, it was scary. But then he, it, you could see he was working to, to yeah. pass, and, uh, you know, his defense, he, he fell to his hip, and his defense kind of, you know, it gave him a little more room to work. But, uh, yeah, no, that was tight, but I think I think that's what, you know, he, he really put a lot into that, and then yes. once, once Khabib got out, I mean – 
it, it looked like he did, the choke. He he didn't really. It wasn't like he was fighting for his life. Yeah. You know, it was. It was. Uh, I think he kind of. I don't know. It didn't. It did it. The 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 mentality that he was going into it. I mean, you gotta kind of expect that the guy's gonna be all over you. And it seemed like Dustin was surprised that in the corner, in between the the first round, he was like, I, "There's no space. There's no space." Like almost like he was panicking. But it's like that. It should almost be neutral. That's that's what you expect. And then the second round, you landed some shots. It's good. Beat yeah. build off that. But it seemed like. Um, you know, it seemed like he was just really flustered by by Khabib, which, you know, everyone is. Didn't he say, I can't get him off me, I can't keep him off can't me? He said something off, like yeah. that, yeah. yeah. Yeah, it's like, no shit, that's what he does. You know what I mean? So I, I, I feel like that was a little a little telling about where he thought the fight, how the fight was going to go. But I mean, that yeah. visual, visual is, he, he should, I, I got to think he visualized the worst case scenario and then, Kind of like coming back from from a fight where you've been on the ground and the guy just being mauling you the first couple of rounds, you know. You know, but if you, the thing is, like, if you look at like his past, how many fights, Dustin, with the with the um, besides Eddie Alvarez, who didn't really he was, he made a agree uh, he just he chose the bang with him, even though he's got a wrestling background. He didn't fight any grapplers. So maybe he just felt, maybe he did, and whatever guys tried to take him down, he was taking it away. Maybe he just felt like it's not going to go that way. Like, you know, he should. I mean, that's, it's not, I don't agree with it, but may, that's why when he's like, oh man, there's no space. He hasn't felt, you felt it, you expected it. Maybe he just thought he, he could put him to fucking sleep. I don't know. He said he wasn't prepared. He kept saying he wasn't prepared. And Oh, did he say that? Yeah, he was saying it. When, when you fought him out, like everyone talks about how strong this guy is and how powerful he is. So when he finally did grab you, was it what you thought it would be? Was he not quite as strong, or was he like, "Yep, this is kind of even stronger than I thought he was going to be"? Uh, I think I had a good gauge on on it, you know, on everything. He was definitely, I mean, sh he was strong, but it's more about it was more. It's more about the the technique where he puts his weight at the right time. Um, you know, he just makes himself feel heavy on you. He he, he weighs you down against the cage. Uh, you know, I had a lot of he puts puts that forward pressure, so you have your hand your your weight on your hands and holding yourself up like that. It drains drains you. It's just draining, you know. And the longer he that he has you there, um, the the more you you're drained. And once you once you get whether the round ends or whether you do get out, your 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 tank goes down. Um, I think that. I think that Dustin did a good job at getting off the cage a few times. I'm pretty yeah. sure he he, uh, he worked off the cage, so he was definitely he was definitely prepared. He was he was he was working a lot of stuff in in the lead up to the fight. You could tell, but it was just uh, you know Khabib's just. He, he was he was uh, he was himself. Yeah, he's he good was. at making guys go back. Like he, you know, the thing is that you want to try to stand in the center with him if possible. But he is good at getting guys to back up. And I'm as you're watching it, you're like fucking Dustin, go forward. I understand in that it's a different situation when you're there, but it's like you just watch him walking the guy back to the cage, and that's just not the place to be. That was a big thing. I didn't. I just didn't want to be against the cage, um, and that's when he in the later rounds. That's when he got me down. Is when. We we would get up against the cage, but yeah, no, he he he's he's good in certain positions. He's amazing in, and he's also amazing at getting to the positions that he's amazing in. So uh, 
and his his stand up is a little awkward. It's a little different. Even you see he got hit. I don't think they they made it seem it seemed like he was like really hurt, but I think he was just that's how he moves. It's a little awkward. It's a little different. I don't think he was as hurt. He, he got he got hit a little bit, but I don't think it was that um, that dramatic. I think everyone you know is so uh, so used to Khabib being so dominant at any little thing. People yeah. go, wow, you know, look at this. The guillotine, you know, was it looked like it was really really tight, but Khabib is, he's just he's cool, calm under pressure. He got out of it, and then he was like, all right, that's it. Now I'm going to kill you. And I think Dustin was. A little deflated. It was just the turn of that uh, momentum right there. Was 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 it? And what did you think about? Al, uh, sorry, Al, uh, Matt and I just talked about uh, Barbosa uh, Felder, and I and I've said before. I know you're fighting Dan Hooker. What I want to see is Iaquinta Felder someday. I have to see that fight. Um, what did you think about that fight? Because we kind of felt that uh, that Barbosa did enough to win. I remember thinking after the fight that Barbosa had won. Rounds one and two. Yeah, yeah. I, I haven't watched it again, but I, I do want to do want to kind of really watch it again. I don't know the judge that had it thirty twenty seven for Felder. I don't know what that was about. It's but, yeah. um, it's funny, man. Because oh, go ahead. Sorry, were you saying? Uh, that's it. Yeah. yeah. No, no. Because I was going to Dean Thomas in that third round. I was sitting with Dean. I go. I go, yo, man. I go, I go. Duke's got to tell him that he's got to stop him yep. or, or fucking just literally put it on him this round because this is all he's got left. And then when they said, then so when I heard thirty twenty seven before they said who won, I go ah that's it. But then I definitely did absolutely. It. I thought it was so. Then I'm like, wait a second, holy fuck, uh, you know. But uh, but you know, again, he is a gritty guy. So I almost like it's not his fault. Like I don't want to. What the fuck am I hearing in my headphones? Oh, I'm sorry. Is it Al's? Bob's like Bob. Don't blame Al. He's a guest. It's a connection. Oh, okay. It's the yeah, connection. <laughs> It's good, Raging Al. I hear like fucking ET in my headphones. No, no, no. It's all good. What the fuck was I up to? Uh, you were talking about because we like Paul Felder, so it's like yeah. it, it's. It, look, I've seen uh, other decisions that were that were questionable, and I and Paul fought really well the whole time. There wasn't even that much of a difference in significant strikes in the first two rounds. There was like only a couple of punch difference. So it's like all right, one judge saw it different, but it was the thirty twenty seven. I think that's why Barbosa's team is going to appeal because there's something wrong with that. That left, I was waiting for that left hook to land that he was throwing, man. That thing was coming from hell, Felder's left hook. Did you see that shit, Ray Janelle? Yeah, he was doing a good job. He, he's, uh, he would get leg kicked, and then he'd throw that spin right off of yes. it. Yes, we were talking like, about that. Um, yeah, it was pretty, it was pretty cool. I, he had done that, I think, in the first fight, but yes. he, you know, it was really, uh, it was really a, a, good, a good fight to watch, a fun fight, good. And this one had more of the ground in it. Barbosa gets the takedown. Felder with the armbar, quick armbar attempt. Yeah. It was it was fun. It was fun to watch. It was it was it was good. No, it was definitely a, a really good fight. Now listen, with Dan Hooker, I was reading here that he said that he wasn't expecting you to take this fight. He wasn't expecting it. So yeah. what what are the thoughts on this fight with Hooker? See, I know Al, I gotta ask questions I kinda know. Yeah, that's okay. But the world has to know. You're asking so, for the audience. I'm asking for the audience. He called me out after he won. He beat. He knocked out James Vick, and then I'm watching the. I guess the post. He some interview he did, and and he called me out to fight him in Australia, and I was like, "All right, cool, let's do it." <laughs> Probably because it's Australia. You like to go back to Australia. Australia. So I was the one that I texted the U. I texted the matchmakers, and I said, 
you know, is this, is it, it's a possibility. It's good. And I think they thought I was joking because there's an MSG card a month later. <laughs> I kind of want to get in there sooner. And Australia's, you know, it's like a, it's uh, you know, it's like a once in a lifetime kind of thing to fight in a stadium that big outdoors. I think it is. I'm not, I, I think I've heard that. And, you know, in Melbourne, like this is such a like a bucket list kind of thing. It's sick, you know. And, and you got so, good. I'm taking the fight. I'm like I one that I told you basically told the UFC <laughs> that it's on, and and uh, they were they were kind of like I think they wanted it to be in in MSG, and I was like, you know, he called me out to fight him in Australia. Who am I to say yes and then make stipulations and this and that? It's like, all right, you want to fight in Australia? Let's go. I'll, I'm down. I'm, yeah. I don't think I don't think he expected me to really just say okay. You know, I don't, what am I going to say? Like, okay, we can fight, but do it this way or that way it's just yes let's go you want it i'm giving you what you want and i'm gonna make you pay for it it's it, it you know what and he's from new zealand which is a lot closer from there but you know he's probably gonna have a lot of people there for him but i'll tell you right now the australians like region now of course they do they do you get a lot of love from australia right they do they've been, they've been uh, even like social media i get a bunch of messages everyone's looking forward to me coming over there <laughs> i don't know how the relationship between the uh Australians and the New Zealanders are. Uh, I'm sure there's a bunch of people from New Zealand are going to be flying over. It's probably not a, a long trip to get over to Melbourne from from New Zealand. But I think that uh, being over there twice, both times I was there for a month. I've been to a bunch of gyms. I think that they're gonna. Uh, I I think I'm very similar to a lot to the Australian people. Yeah. They're fun people. They're they uh they work hard. They also play hard. Um, so I think that there's a, a, a good respect there. And I think that I'll have, a, I think it'll be interesting to see how the crowd reacts. They're, they're fun. They're fun guys, but they can get a little rowdy sometimes. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, he's a little crazy, you know. He's raging Al. He's not, you know, quiet, you know, church choir. Yeah, you yeah know. not mellow Al. He's not mellow. Yeah, hey, polite Al is here. Oh. <laughs> he's raging Al. I fucking love it. And when you look above yourself in in the uh, in the division, most of those guys are tied up right now, or they've just had a fight, or they're in a fight. So if you wanted to take a fight, that was a smart one to take because I mean, you know, you don't want to just sit around and wait for somebody, uh, you know, who's ranked higher. It was a smart fight to take. Yeah, no, I think it's a good it's a good fight. He's coming off a big win. Um, he's he's got a pretty he's got a somewhat similar skill set to Cowboy Cerrone and, and as far as the kickboxing and stuff. So I think that I can uh, right some wrongs that mistakes that I made in that fight. He's got the height, the length, uh, similar to how, how that Cerrone fight was. So I think that Cerrone fight, I learned a tremendous amount about myself and about the sport. I think that, I think that when all is said and done, that it's going to be a fight that really – uh, makes me in the long run. I think that that was uh, a tough fight. But him being such a veteran, uh, he fought he fought great, and I I learned I learned a lot from that one. I've refocused. I've changed a lot of things that I thought I was doing uh, right or, or great. You know, it just really put things in perspective. So, um, um, the Khabib fight, you can kind of you know say the same thing, but that was just there was so many variables, and that definitely can. I think the cowboy fight really, really is going to make me uh, get, get me to where I want to go. What do you think of uh, a cowboy uh, Justin Gaethje coming up? That's a that's a great fight. You know, cowboy is 
he he I don't know, he fights so often. When when he fought Ferguson, he had he had to have been still banged up a little bit. I think it was four weeks later. So here I am watching that fight. My legs are still killing me. My my face is I broke my nose and my orbital like I I don't hope he was hurt, but I hope for like my my Your like, ego, I, yeah. I hope I hurt him somewhere. You know? <laughs> Slash shins a couple times, so and that it doesn't just you know it doesn't just heal. It takes time, so he had to have taken a couple weeks off and to just to heal and, and whatever. It was a five round long. Even if you dominate five rounds, you still get beat. But um, uh, that then he fought Ferguson. His eye got blown up, and now he's taking this fight pretty pretty short. You know, pretty shortly after that. So it's it's. I think it, in some ways, it helps him. He likes to stay active, and he likes to stay in there, and it's it's uh, it, it keeps him going. But at the other at the other end of the spectrum, I think Gaethje's coming in uh, pretty. His last fight was a quick a quick knockout win over Barbosa, I believe. So he's coming in probably on you know really just healthy, long training camp, feeling good. Um, it'll be interesting. I you can you, you can never Cowboys always. He's always in there, so I, I would. I hope it's. I hope he he comes in full strength and really is feeling good and and performing perform. Well, like you said, he's he's. Been, be a cr- he's such a veteran that he always fight. Like he knows what he's doing. Like if if he's if something's not going well, he can kind of switch tactics or he knows how to reserve his energy. And guys like Justin Gaethje, like even in a loss, he's fun to watch because he's such a savage guy that uh, he's just a guy that UFC fans love because whether he wins or loses, he's entertaining. Like he just doesn't. He he's not ever going to give you a shit fight. Yeah, I think he's gonna. He comes out strong. He comes out out of the gates swinging wild, you know. And Cowboy's more of a more of a slow starter, I would say. And and he picks it up as the fight goes on. So it's going to be interesting to see if he can kind of weather that initial Gaethje burst and then implement his game as things go on, or. Or whether Cerrone can even catch him, catch him early. He's caught guys early with with stuff, and uh, Barbosa he caught early and and put him out quick. It's gonna be. It, there's so many different th- ways this thing can go, and they both have the skill set to finish it quick or drag it out to be an absolute five round brawl. So it's, it's it's these are the fights that I love watching, and in in, uh, in in my division makes it so much more intriguing and, and fun to watch. Yeah, and it's it's good too that UFC like uh, that that they're giving another main event that's not a title fight too, which I love. Which is, uh, I mean, I didn't think Masvidal would take the Diaz fight. We haven't been back since that happened. I'm shocked that he took that. I mean, I do get why, but that's going to be the main event at MSG, which is an incredible uh, an incredible main event. Uh, that's an awesome awesome fight. Hey man, I I'm super excited for that fight, and I believe that Masvidal's taking it because he's going to be getting fucking well taken. I'm care sure, of, yeah. Is what everybody and I, you don't hear one person not excited about. Yeah, it's going to be now that it's happening. It's like I I thought he wouldn't take it because I'm like, look, man, you're one fight away from the championship. Yeah. But again, you know, he's, he's he thinks fu- different. That's why he's Masvidal. He's and a, I'm fucking talking about it blinking quickly. I mean, we're different human beings. <laughs> he's a prize fighter. He's supposed <laughs> to fucking he wants the cash. Yeah, All no, right, that's. I hope that they can make that Colby uh, Usman fight because that's what I'm I'm looking forward to too, just almost as much. You know, they've been going back and forth forever, and and uh, you know, it's the two two top guys with 
they both have a very similar the way they win their fights are similar so i hope that they can make that fight happen because i'm really looking forward to see that one yeah they have to and then what is tyron woodley gonna do yeah he might be just waiting that division's that division's pretty crazy right now with with uh you know who knows whatever the winner of diaz masvidal maybe uh leon edwards oh yeah he's another guy yeah. He's like uh he's like a dark horse of the division. He's uh, been killing everybody, but he is, he's not been, he hasn't been getting too much uh too much clout, uh, too much press and stuff, but uh he's he's one of the more dangerous guys for sure. That's that's uh that's a that's a killer division right now and it's it's fun. It's a fun time to to watch the welterweights. Well look man, you're going to fight Dan Hooker, um and I guess that's what's the exact date of that? I'm sure that that's right in front of me here. So uh, October what is it? Um Australia and October fifth here in the United States. October fifth. And oh what yeah, what time what time of a uh, day is the fight for you when you're there? I think when I'm there it's it's gonna be during the during the day. It'll probably start like nine thirty in the morning. That's why I love the Australian people. When I was there the last time we started we were on I think the I was the co main event, so I didn't have to be there until like ten o'clock in the morning. But the guys that had to fight early, I think the card might have started at like nine thirty, ten. And the Australians were hammered, the place was packed, and they, the crowd was wild that early in the morning. It was, they were tailgating probably, you know, eating breakfast and drinking beer and whatever. So it's it's just – it's exciting and, and it will be in the morning here. Uh, it will be in the morning over here – over there, over here in the United States. I believe it's going to be like regular time, 10 p.m. It's like a 16-hour difference or something. Or fourteen hour difference. It's a huge difference. Yeah, so I think here it'll be like the regular time, but over there it'll be in the morning. It, but I'm, I'm excited. It's going to be great. How long does it take you to adjust when you have to do something like like your whole your, you have to completely flip upside down? How long does your body take to actually be comfortable doing that? Uh, it took a it took a while. It took a while. It took a couple of days. Yeah, we we got there and we're like, all right, we're going to stay up until like eleven o'clock so we get on schedule. And then before you knew it, we woke up at like four o'clock in the morning. We had fallen asleep, and now we're up for the whole night. So it took it took a couple of days to really get on schedule. Um, but I'm going out. I'm going out two weeks. Last time I went out ten days early. This time I'm going out. Time to acclimate, and get used to it, get some training, get some Smart. good training. Got some great training partners coming out. It's gonna be awesome, dude. Have a great trip, man, and and, and good luck in the fight. It's always good talking to you. Me too. I'll see you tomorrow, Al. See you tomorrow, Matt. Thank you. You're the man. Later, Agent Al. See you, buddy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Don't you love Skype? 
I love the Skype. Skype. I love the Skype. It's so much better. So much. So much better than just talking to people on the phone. You know what I mean? Um, Are we talking to fucking Ernie Reyes Jr.? Yes? Let's talk to Ernie real quick. Because I'll tell you right now, we just got a... We're already like 40 minutes into the show. Oh, we got Ernie. All right. What's up, Ernie? Hey, what's happening, man? Dude, I, this is such a great. This is. I'm so happy about this. I'm such a. I watch so many of your movies, buddy. I appreciate you having me on, man. Uh, let me ask you something before we get started, because I know how many of those Ninja Turtle movies were you in? Two. Now listen. Did you watch the reboots? <laughs> I did, unfortunately. I liked them. <laughs> Am I the only one that liked the Ninja Turtle reboots with Megan Fox? Anybody? The first one, no. Listen, the first one was the first one was fun, yeah. and that was cool. But then, you know, from there on, the, the when they got Bebop and Rocksteady, Rocksteady, they jumped the shark with that. Yeah, man. <laughs> the, the OG ones, the OG ones are the ones. Hey, man. I, speaking of OGs, I like your shirt, Nick Diaz Academy. Yes, sir. How did you get? Uh, to, how did you get to meet the the Diaz brothers? You know, we had a a, a mutual friend. Uh, big Lawn, uh, shout out Taylor oh. Gang. Hey, Khalifa. I know yeah. that Big Lawn. Big Lawn's secure. Isn't he a security for um? Yeah, for... my bro Wiz Khalifa. Oh yeah. shit! He just visited my school recently. Him and his oh, brother. Awesome. Uh, yeah. Yeah, man. What a nice They're guy. Big yeah, big into jujitsu. Nice guys. So we we had a mutual friend. Uh, in Big Lawn, and then uh, Nate hit me up, and we we hooked up out in Venice, and uh, just started talking martial arts and fighting, and uh, you know, just one thing led to the next. Uh, really quick with Big Lawn, what's that? Doesn't he do a, a <laughs> doesn't he do an unusual jujitsu tournament? Yeah, high rollers, high rollers. Ernie, tell me about high rollers really quick. Uh, it's a jujitsu tournament. You know the winners. Of each division, get a, a pound of uh, of weed. Yeah. So, yeah. And, but when they compete, that's what's that's what's yeah, interesting. Yeah. When they compete, yeah, everybody smokes. <laughs> they smoke smokes right they, out first. They, they, go ahead, go ahead, Yo, You say it, Ernie. Yeah, everybody smokes out first, and then gets to the competition. Oh, the guys fighting do too. No, no, the guys fighting. They sit there, yeah. they they smoke a joint, and then they yeah. do jujitsu. A nice, then they have a jujitsu match. Oh, that's nice. That's it's nothing but love, man. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, shout out to Big Lawn, uh, Big Lawn, and it's Big Lawn. Yeah, Big Lawn and uh, High Rollers, right? Yes, sir. All right, man. He's gonna like this that we're plugging that shit. And I wanted to ask <laughs> you too. You were in uh, you were in Rush Hour too, and one of these big uh, the mystiques around Jackie Chan is that he does all of his own stunts. Now, is that yeah. true? Does he really do all of his own stunts, or, or a lot I of think, them? I think that for a period of time he did. Yeah. Um, when he was younger, he did for sure everything. You know, then as time went on, he probably uh, actually I know Andy Chang, who's a friend of mine, was actually a stunt double for about 20 years. So, uh, you know, towards the end of his uh, the majority of doing his fight scenes, he probably had some people. But it's 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 him. He's he's doing the thing. He's kind of like but isn't he isn't he kind of like a stunt man that could act not an actor that's like a stunt man or no? A Jackie Chan, or is he that? Way? Am I wrong with that? I'm not trying to, Ernie. Ernie, that came out. Wrong. I'm not trying to be offensive. Well, no, that's I actually like that's actually a compliment to his doing his own stunts. <laughs> no, yeah, but he's like he's so good at the stunts. He's almost like a he could be a stunt man. I mean, he's acting. No, I mean, yeah, did he win I mean, any awards for acting? <laughs> did he win yeah. awards for acting? I don't think did he ever win anything for acting. No. Well, there yeah, you go. 
kind of question is that? Of course he's not. definitely a stuntman who can act. <laughs> he's a stuntman that can act. Ernie knows. Yeah. And not for nothing, Ernie, this is what I like. There's some martial artists out there that, you know, they do that on screen, but yet they can't fight a lick in, in real life. I know, First of all, the, sec- the fact that I said fight a lick, I should be smacked in the face. Why? I, sh- I should have Ernie kick me in my fucking mouth for saying fight a lick. No, no, no. I never, I'm, I'm sorry, everybody. Settle down but a spell. Er- <laughs> Who was his name? Settle down a spell. <laughs> Ernie's got, you have three fights at least in Strike Force, don't you? Yep. That's fucking awesome, Ernie. How many yeah. fights do you have overall? Overall, uh, about five. Now, what, what weight did you fight at? One thirty-five, one thirty to one thirty-five. And you started obviously a traditional martial artist. Yes, yes, sir. So yeah, I started in Taekwondo. That was like my original style. So for you to do mixed martial arts like that, a lot of guys. Aren't gonna, not that they couldn't make that transition. Tell me about what you wanting to fight mixed martial arts from just doing from traditional arts yeah. to wanting to fight. Yeah, I mean, cage. really, honestly, is like, I yeah, I grew up doing Taekwondo and competing in tournaments and being a martial artist as a young kid. And um, so, and Bruce Lee was my, you know, was my hero. So, uh, you know, it was just constantly about trying to become the best martial artist that I could be. And so, you know, when I hit my, you know, early, uh, late teens, early 20s, you know, the Taekwondo thing, you know, I knew, you know, along the way, we still had done kickboxing and boxing. Yeah. Uh, and my dad is my, you know, my original teacher. So we started in Taekwondo, boxing, kickboxing. It was just kind of a constant evolution. And then I had seen, you know, all the, from the late 70s to the early 80s, all, all the great kickboxing, you know, Joe Lewis, Bill Wallace, yeah. Benny the Jet, all of those people, I saw that. And then, then the ties came over and, uh, and then that altered everything, you yeah. know? And so for me, it was always just about, I have to be a real martial artist first, you know? Outside of the acting and all of that, you know, I got into movies and television because of martial arts. Um, so I always just wanted to become the best martial artist I could be, you know. How did it feel when you had your first mixed martial arts fight? Because now you're doing it for, I mean, you've competed before. You did the Taekwondo competitions and whatnot uh, yeah, yeah. all your life. But to be locked but in a cage. But it wasn't actually, oh, go yeah, ahead. it wasn't, no, 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 it wasn't MMA fights. Oh shit! Was, Talk to me. No, it was Muay Thai fights. Oh, in Strike this Force. This was prior. Yeah, this was prior to Strike Force doing MMA. Interesting. Oh, so you haven't fought MMA? Not yet. Oh, okay. Oh shit! Not yet. You're not ruling it out. And you're fucking my okay. age, Ernie. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah, that's. But you know, that's part of the journey as well, and that's the things that get yeah. opened up, like jujitsu for instance it's like uh you know as you grow and change you know one of the things like you know nate asked me like well what's your style like when you get old and tired you know (laughs) and uh i'm like that's a good question you know bouncing around and doing all of that you know you have to kind of evolve your style into something that's more suitable to where your body's at you know and so it's it's a constant evolution. I'm getting better as a martial artist every day and as we train more and more. And now that I'm connected to people like Nate in the training process, of course, I'm, you know, it's leveling me up. 
How do you enjoy the jujitsu training being that you're such a striker? Do you enjoy jujitsu? I, I love it. Honestly, it's like kind of mind blowing to yeah. tell you the truth, just because it, it just opens up a whole new world. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it's super cool. I'm kind of addicted to it right now. That's all I can think about. Awesome, man. Hey yeah. man, if you're ever in New York, I want you to stop by my schools. I don't know if you ever, yeah, I'd love to. Was there any sure. point when in this last couple of years where you thought Nate might not fight again, or did you know that he was going to fight again? Oh, I, I had no idea really what was going on with him and his process. By the time that we, you know, uh, linked up, it was just kind of we got into training, and and then, you know, then we were getting in the we were in fight camp for the Pettis uh, fight. I'll tell you, so impressed with that that with his fight with Pettis and after such a low a yeah. layoff and because Pettis has been looking so, like such an animal lately uh I was impressed but I wasn't surprised at all I picked who'd you pick for that one I, I might I have picked, taken Pettis I don't remember um, I didn't need to put you on the spot with that Jimmy oh it's okay I, I might have uh, you know it's not a crazy pick I'm just saying that I wasn't I wasn't surprised uh what do you think of the fight obviously you're a little biased but game bread possess some problems for Nate what do you think uh, Masvidal. No, no, no. Ah, you you feel? Uh, well, listen, I'm I'm always with the Diaz brothers, also, but I want to know what's your thoughts. How do they match up together? You feel Nate is just too much? Well, I mean, without you know, c kind of giving away the giving game plan, anything away. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because it it's something that's you know ha yeah. happening in the future, so. Uh, but definitely we, you know, for me, the thing that has happened for me, like just working with Nate, uh, is, is that, you know, we came into it and then we just started building pieces. So it's like, I'm not telling Nate what to do with what he's already be a master. I'm just trying to add something that wasn't necessarily currently there and then stacking those pieces together. So the next fight is you know, from the work that I specifically do uh, with him, you know, it's about building on top of as a progression for what we did. Yeah. And, you know, he was able to, the thing that's really amazing is, is you can, you know, work on stuff, but to actually implement it in a real world fight, you know what I mean? And actually do it and execute it on a, on a good level um, is amazing. And so I'm excited to see where he goes from here because from my eye, he's getting better, Ugh. right? You start to add things to the arsenal and now you can move in ways that you were never able to move before and you can set things up in ways that you couldn't set things up before. And then it, it kind of like just opens everything up. Now, are you done with movies? Uh, not not really, here and there. But, uh, you know, I'm not actively pursuing it. When things come up I, that are cool, that we want to do, it's like I'm open to it. But, um, you know, it's it's nothing that's uh, on the forefront of my mind, really. And Wiz Khalifa has said that he could probably turn pro. Now, is that is that a possibility or an exaggeration? Uh, no, he definitely... I mean, I've trained with Wiz for about two years and uh, Monday through Friday pretty much every day. Oh, he really trains? And, yeah, and so 
you know, uh, like I said, just, you know, piecing the piecing things together, stacking their, you know, certain skill sets. Uh, he's definitely at the point where uh, he could definitely compete. It would definitely take a shift in mindset in terms of like we're exercising and working out to now we're fighting. Uh, but in terms of like skill sets and attributes, he's definitely developed enough that if he wanted to compete, he could. Now, just to make sure you're not saying that just because you work with him, is Snoop Dogg able to go professional? No. All right, good. All right, there you go. Your credibility is still okay with me. Yeah. All right, Ernie. No. no. Uh, all right, but good. Snoop's the man. I, you know, yeah. Snoop's the man, but he's not He's not competing. Right? No. And I'll tell you, I, I'm, I'm playing around, and I can tell I saw you holding pads for him, and it looks like you're, you're, you're having a good time more than anything, so that's cool, man. Yeah, for yeah. sure. Fuck it, A. Anything else? No, it was good talking to you, man. Definitely. Um, yeah, man. Well, definitely, if you want to come back on, we'd love to have you back on. Yeah, man. Yeah. All right, man. We'll, 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 we'll revisit when uh, after the game break. Yeah, Word. and tell us all the things that you want to say right now, but you can't. We can talk about it as soon as the fight's over. <laughs> yeah, for sure. All right, all right, man. Take care, Ernie. Thanks, man. Later, Ernie. Take Yo. care, man. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, did you see um, him throw up the West Side sign? Oh, I didn't see that, <laughs> man. I was going to do I this. I think that's what it was. I have no idea. Could be um, Volkswagen. I, I don't know anything. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. You know what's funny? In the notes, I got that he fought three times in, in Strike Force, and he did. Yes. But it wasn't MMA. That's all right. You didn't know. <laughs> Assholes. Not him. Not me. The guys who ever wrote this for well, me. They, but they well, didn't no, know. No, 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 no. But you got to assume. I'm assuming it's, it's a fucking... I'm asking a guy, how, how did it feel if I mixed martial arts? And the guy's like, no, nah, I never did. I'm like, but I... Nate, oh, the Strike Force. I never defend these guys. But I will say they saw in. Strike Force. They probably didn't think to... Like, if you said they fought and a woman fought in Victor, you wouldn't think to look, well, was it MMA or just... So I, I understand that. They, yeah? Yeah. yeah. They, Ask me if I understand. Matt, are you understanding about that? No, <laughs> thank you. I'm jet lagged. Right. Listen to me. Jimmy, what do you want to plug? Uh, nothing. I mean, go to the Chip Chipperson podcast. And Matt, hopefully you come on uh, our show soon. I'm going out to Vegas. I'm filming something, so I won't be here. Oh, you want me to go on a show? Wait, when are you going away? I leave tomorrow. Oh, shit. Now, hold on. I'm going to try to... Wait, you're leaving tomorrow? Yeah, I'm not. Now I'm not giving you shit. I am jet lagged. Sure. When did you? Did you guys know about him leaving? Yeah. You did. They did. Oh, do we have somebody covering? Not yet. You fucking guys. Not yet. I'm by myself in here. No, I'm by myself. Get someone. No, I'm. Just, I'm working. By, no, Robbie Fox was very good. Yeah. Yeah, I liked him a lot. Well, let me tell you something. Ass so big, make it look back at it. Ruff. I'm gonna attack my wife today. I've been gone a while. All right, everybody. Talk when to when you did soon. you fly home? What? When did you fly home? <laughs> Is that an abrupt ending? You came yesterday. 
uh, late last night. Oh, oh no, wait. What did I do? When did you come home? Oh, when did I arrive? Yes. You asked when I came. Both. Hopefully it wasn't on a plane. Probably was. <laughs> Clean up the action. Yeah, those seats are so it big. Disgusting. Oh, I love business class. I do too. You know? Yeah. You mean all these nuts are free? Yeah, I know. Yes, sir. Can you go back to your seat, sir? I'd I like them I heated, please. I don't belong in there. Weren't they polite, the people? They were so polite. How good was the food? So, oh, beef tenderloin, a little tomato soup. Did you have a choice of many different dishes? Ah, Jimmy, we're going to talk about it on the way Dude, out. Dude, if literally Listen. all you wanted to talk about is the flight this whole episode, I would have just talked about the flight. I'm, I might just, I'm going to be, I'm just going to have to demand shit from now on. Yeah. You know what I mean? Because that shit was too good. No more with the scum and coach. Fucking... I'm going to do my kid. I'll be in their next flight. All right, Jimmy, listen. All right, buddy. Good seeing you. You don't got to train with me, but everybody train some jujitsu. SarahBJJ.com. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Swing into Seaside Golf in Ocean City, Maryland. Play like a pro at 17 championship courses designed by golf legends like Jack Nicholas and Arthur Hills. Tee off on sweeping vistas at Eagle's Landing. Savor the coastal views of Lighthouse Sound. Or see why Ocean City Golf Club is considered one of the Mid-Atlantic's finest fairways. Whether you're sneaking in a quick round on a family vacation or going all in on a golf getaway, fun is always in play at Ocean City, Maryland. Plan your trip at OCOcean.com. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.